for right, the dude. Untranslatable Podcast. No numero 255. Yes, I sir. I could not say that in uh, Spanish. Numero... Oh, yeah, me either. 255. Uh, in German for you. There we go. 255 coming at you. We are going to talk about the importance of exploration in uh, your 20s. And I am on the last leg of my 20s. Exploration or travel, you mean? Both. Okay. I think the, the importance Last of leg. You're on the last toe. Pinky yep. toe. Yep. One more year, my yeah. man. That's it. Yeah. That I got it. two years left. Yep. Full two years. Enjoy them while you can, Jared. So I'm really going to make the most of <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy them while you can. Um, would you like to play a game? And not in the jigsaw, I'm going to cut your fingers off kind of way. Or my toes. I'd like to keep my but, toes, uh, too. But yes, we can play a game. Look at this camera. Why, why is it uh, primarily on me? <laughs> and I'm seeing, I can't even see your shoulder. Who needs my shoulders when we got both <laughs> of your shoulders, Jared? Uh, let's play, though, a game of, uh, oh, shoot. I'm trying to remember which one is the, uh, is the right button. Let's guess and hope I get it right. Is that better? Is that better? Rate the apology. <laughs> there we go. That is better, I think. Okay. Do you want to play a game of Rate the Apology? Of course I do. Okay. Let's do it. So, Chad, um, this is a classic racist uh, apology. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, actually, I can just play it. I didn't even realize Ooh. the video was there. All right, let's let's hear it. Well, this is not this is the incident, not the apology. Okay. There might be Uh-oh. some. I don't want to hear warning talk. Disclaimer, there could yeah, be no, some. Let me just read it. I don't want to hear these news people talk. Uh, Issaquah, Washington. Uh, I'd rather hear you talk anyways, a, Jared. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Sammamish man apologized after his racist rant against a Lyft driver was caught on video and went viral. The man emailed King5 I think, uh, on Friday after the story aired Thursday night show, showing video taken in Issaquah by the Lyft driver. The footage garnered national attention after it was posted and shared on social media. In his email, the man told King Five, I have never said the, the things Oh, excuse me. I should have never said the things I said, nor acted like a complete idiot. Uh, he didn't deserve that. Nobody does. I had too much to drink and lost control of my tongue. And oh, I said horrible things that I totally regret. In the video, the man repeatedly yells at the driver, shouting racist terms at him. The woman he's with, who is also recording, tells him to stop. Mm. The driver Good can be her. heard in the video telling the passenger to wear their masks. Uh, oh, no, not one of those. Towards the end of the video, the man threatens to urinate in the driver's car. Oh, jeez, really? Lyft, five, uh, Lyft personally banned the man from using uh, their service. <laughs> That's probably good. Racism would not be tolerated and offered and uh, offered support for the driver to the driver. Mm-hmm. The man's employer posted on Facebook saying he has been fired. In addition, King Ooh. Five learned Friday that the woman he was with lost her job too. Oh, I don't know if that's fair. Her employer announced on social media that they let her go after a careful review, quote-unquote. The company has not responded to King Five's request. I don't know how I feel about that, Jared. I I wonder, I mean, I just don't think that's necessarily fair. Now, if she would have been saying, you know, things as well, and I haven't seen the video, so I don't really know, but if she wasn't saying anything that, you know, or or if she was telling him to stop, the fact that she loses her job because of it, I think, is a little, a little ridiculous, a little asinine. But um, 
Yeah. I don't know. I've never understood that though. When people try to say, well, I was just drunk or I was too intoxicated. It's like, in my opinion, I mean, you and I, we've, we've had our, uh, fair share of a couple brewskis back in the day you know we've we've been there before yeah as in we've been intoxicated before not that we've been saying racist slurs before <laughs> but the the whole thing here is jared is that you can't use in my opinion you can't use that as an excuse and for a lot of people when they drink and they get intoxicated i think in some ways they're even more their true self so if you're a good person you'll yeah. be a better person if you, you're drunk. Le- you have less control over your words it's not that, exactly it's not that the word you're just making up words but you have less control over your true words. Let's right. put it that way. So I'm sorry, but if you're an asshole and then you get drunk, you're probably going to be a bigger asshole. Here it is. You know? Here it is. Let's hear it. Oh. Oh, geez, coming in hot. Oh, God. Fuck you. Yeah. What a jerk. Film him saying that, nigger. Continue saying that. What's a sand nigger? We get it. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus, Jeez. I was not expecting that. Wow. Five minutes into the pot. Do we do we need to horde. believe that? That was pretty bad, actually. Jeez. Oh, here's the woman. I'm videoing. You stop. I know what oh, she's she's videoing him though. Like she oh, has her no. video pointed is, at is him. Is she the one that put the video out? Or, uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. But look, she's like. See, she's she's okay. not really on the. Uh, See, she's clearly on her husband's you side. You will never drive. Yeah. You will never drive. Are you are you happy now? No. By no, calling not. people. No, we we expected a lift drive home. That's what we expected. Just put on just put on your mask. Just hold on. You can hear how drunk the the right. guy is. And he's and he's, he's just like asking him to put on your mask. Oh man. Some of these people, man, I don't get. I don't so, yeah. get it. Are That's you less, sad. Are you still mad that the company decided to fire uh, the? the woman um i don't know she was clearly on the dude's side in that video yeah i mean yeah i, I don't know not the a full, good look it, it's <laughs> not i don't know the full story could you it, it, listen if you saw this video mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's karen uh from hr or whatever uh-huh. could you look at her straight in a meeting ever again after after this i don't know if i could ever um, respect someone after that i mean Fuck you. Oh, jeez, oh, Jared, coming in hot. <laughs> this video, just turn this video off, my dude. This is just... <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Just... Goddamn. <laughs> coming in Jesus, hot. Jesus. We're earning that explicit uh, rating today. No kidding. We said anything. I think we've used up all the F words and all the... I didn't even... I don't think we get any SN words, I'm pretty sure. Jeez. Um, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> that guy, though... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think it is a little different, though, if the wife... I mean, yes, you're right. She is definitely siding with her husband. She was very complicit to For me. sure. But at the... Yeah... Yeah, it's, now, it's obviously tough. she wasn't. She she didn't seem a fa- like a fan of his use of the as we right. now call it SN word. I, yeah, but I guess she definitely was still like like you should never drive Uber or Lyft again. Right? Oh, you're a terror. You're you know like right. I'm getting your license plate she, number. And she was probably being a jerk because this is my guess. You know, I we're just we're just pontificating mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But my guess is that, um. You know, she she was pissed off that the driver asked them both to put on their masks. Yeah. And then she went Karen mode. He went races Karen mode. Drunk I don't Ken. even. Yeah, drunk <laughs> Ken. You know, um, too bad he wasn't wearing a pink polo and some khaki shorts and some. Uh, what are those shoes called? The uh, the very topside. Yeah, yeah, the boat <laughs> shoes or whatever. Um, yeah, that that's sad though. I mean, the fact that that driver had had to deal with that. 
first of all, if you ask somebody to wear, if you're t- using a rideshare app at this point in time, just be courteous and wear a damn mask. Yeah. You know, it's for I mean, five minutes. It's not 10 minutes, 20 minutes. It's not the end of the world. You know, and these people who say they can't breathe, I've worn a mask on a 13-hour flight from Seoul to Detroit, and I survived it. Here I am. So I'm pretty sure you'll be able to breathe and everything will be all right. Yeah. Um, no, that's I, I, oh, I that's it. too bad. I get it. Uh, so do you want to actually... Uh, yeah, so what was the apology again? Flip it you, on gator pit. That's how I would rate that apology, if we're being honest. Rate the apology. <laughs> uh, here it is. I should have never said the things I said. Can you can you try to say it in this guy's accent, please? This this racist jerk. <laughs> I tried to. What is it? I can. You want me to give it a try? I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, all right. I should have never. Yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. Can you can you tilt it my way? Let's see here. Hold on. His email. He told. Right here. Okay. I I should have never said the things I said, nor acted like a complete idiot. <laughs> he didn't deserve that. Nobody does. I had too much to drink, and I lost control of my tongue, and I said horrible things that I truly regret. That's the best part. Too much to drink. That's, that's probably how we would say it, right? I yeah. think. No, that's good. And that's no no disparaging to, <laughs> to our southern brothers and sisters. But the funny just... thing is, this was in Washington State. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee, so he probably doesn't talk like that at all. <laughs> oh, I mean, he kind of did. Like... We heard him. That's I mean, true. Granted, we only heard him say. We don't need to we hear him anymore. We mostly heard him say yes. SN and FU. But... Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, so how would you, um, well, first of all, you know what, Christ, I keep doing that. Read the apology. I mean, first of all, I I mean, no, I'm just going to give it a (laughs) a, a thumbs down. That's my rating for today, Jared, is a thumbs down. You just, I think it started off strong. I mean, the first sentence is good. I should have never said the things I said nor acted like a complete idiot. That's a good start. Yeah. I I guess the thing is, is that he, uh, well, yeah, it's. It's uh, to me those words do not measure up sure. to all the terrible words he said. Yeah. I get he's saying that with the first couple of sentences, but and I would I would alcohol is one of the cheapest cop outs. Right, I, I hate right. that cop yep. out for and, anyone's behavior. And the other thing is too is that I, Jared, honestly, I feel genuinely bad for this guy. Of course, because why why would you? Why would you ever say terrible things like that, especially to another person? You know, I can understand having a disagreement with someone, yeah. But I don't. I just think that is l- the lowest of the low. Yeah, it makes no sense. You like, know, yeah. To, to and, ever take it to that level for any right. reason, right? And especially no just because someone doesn't want uh, you to get in their car without a mask on during I, a pandemic, think, which is a fair. I think that's a very fair thing to ask. I think you know he seems like he might be racist, <laughs> and, <laughs> just just a little. And, I would say that he doesn't take kindly to someone that he probably deems, you know, quote unquote, beneath him telling right. him what to do. I think I think him and probably the woman that he was with took took it very personally that he, he that the driver was, you know, quote unquote, judging them or something. Right. And, and took it very personally to be told what to do by. Right. But then to take it like to that. a racist level like that. And I think that that whole SN term, I think that is it's also a lazy. It's a lazy. Well, first of all, it's a super lazy racial slur. Well, it's a, let's be honest, dude. Let's 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 keep it 100 here. It's a it's a white person term. 
Of course. Like like nobody else well, uses yeah, that term. No black person's gonna No, no. And no no Asians are gonna say that. You're not gonna hear Russians say that, I don't <clears throat> think you're probably you know it's it's sadly like a white American thing, I think. Yeah, probably um, is it, it probably. I mean probably. I don't hear a lot of people say that, but you know, it's it's well it's a terrible term. It shouldn't be said in the first yeah, place. It's and once again um, as far as slurs go, super lazy. Yeah. Like it's just you well, take so, one. Well, so if his slur isn't lazy, then it's at least lazy better. One, it's like it's not even original. You just take a term that you already use for a group that you already uh, oppress and just add sand to it because they live in an area where there's a lot of. It's just so well, generic. The the, like, the funny thing is though is that it's like a repurposed slur right. lazily. Well, the funny thing is too though is depending on where where that guy was from, he did have an accent. He could have been from a place where it's tropical, and there's, you know, what I mean, like it's I not. Mean, he could have been from anywhere. Exactly. It's just, it's such a dumb, like, ridiculous I'm from Seattle, thing, bro. Right. Uh, I don't right. Know yeah. What you're talking about. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. It, I yeah, would give that apology a three. I would say the only a three. Thing, I would actually agree with you. Okay. I think that the only thing that would put it down below that would be if he added, "I I don't have a racist bone in my body." Oh, that's a classic. that would put it down to a one. I would say that's a classic racist move. Or does or does that cancel out the apology? Maybe that just cancels it out. Only racists point. say they don't have a racist bone. In right, their body. right, <laughs> right. And and the thing is, is I think a lot of people don't realize you can you can do something uh, that someone else can you know perceive as racist. Uh-huh. Um, and that doesn't mean you're a horrible person or you're a racist piece of shit or whatever, you know, sure. but you it know, it's not binary. Right. Sometimes it comes it. from just, it comes from a place of ignorance, you know, to be completely honest, you know, I mean, I've heard, I've heard stories of like some things Chinese kids have, have asked or even some questions Chinese people have asked me about black people, you know, just knowing that, you know, a lot of them, they've never seen or met a black person before. Mm, and your racist um, Czech students. Uh, well, right. Well, that's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, and uh, it's it's just different too, though. If you come from, and I'm not saying whether it's uh, right or wrong, I'm just saying if you come from a more homogeneous society, uh, people just don't know how to interact with people that come from different cultures, sure. ethnicities, whatever. But it has nothing to do with so, this guy. Well, well obviously and not. Obviously also, not. <laughs> uh, and I would also say that, like, um, I get the sense when I hear this guy's apology, I get the sense that he's like, I shouldn't have said that. I was drunk. It's not good. I definitely shouldn't have said that. But then, like, I feel like. The uh, the silent butt to that is like, but the guy was still an asshole. Like I kind of feel like he still thinks that for some reason. Right. <laughs> He's like, I shouldn't have said it, but he was an asshole. I don't know why I feel like that. And right. Me, I'm putting too much on this. No, I I, that, will, I get that vibe. I will say this though. I I think he could have given us some more context on the incident. I'm not saying it makes it right. What I'm saying <laughs> is, what I'm saying is, Jared is is all we see in the video. And I'm not taking this guy's side by any means. So please hear me out on this, okay? okay? Uh, we don't have the full context of the video. I think it would have given us, the the people reading this public apology, that if if it's intended to be a public one, which I think it is at this point. So you think the... Uh, so I, Well, no. Here, here's, okay. what, here's what I think, <laughs> is that he needs to explain mm. what happened. And then when he explains more clearly <laughs> what happens... What he did wrong and what he is going to do to rectify it, I'll, and he has yeah, not done you. those things. So I think if he did those things, 
then we would be rating this there a lot is, higher on the apology there scale. There is a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was... <laughs> because look... Like, how did it get to this level? Because I think it's also important that we know how big of an asshole this guy is. Yeah. That's why I say he needs to give yeah, us more okay. context. You, yeah, you, you see? You, that did go away. I wasn't expecting it to go, and I'm right? glad it went the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he... he it really seems like... I thought maybe you were saying, like, who knows? Maybe the Lyft driver was no. like, hey, asshole, put no. your fucking mask nope. on, dickhead. No, I, I don't think that happened. <laughs> Um, what I, what I think happened was he asked the guy to put on the mask, and I would love to hear this guy's perspective saying, "Well, sorry, I'm going to go with my southern <laughs> yeah, accent please. here, even though he's southern from Washington." Washington That's right. Well, you know, he he was just being a real big jerk when he asked me to put my mask on, and then when you read that, you know immediately this dude's an idiot. Mm. You know, so then you can already, I think, better gauge the situation. Not saying that it's good what he did; it's terrible what he did. Sure, but I understand what you're saying. You know I what mean, I mean? Yeah. This this. What, essentially what you're saying, I feel like, is this apology shows no sign of self-reflection at right. all. Right. Yes. It lacks that. It lacks awareness mm. of the context of the situation. And there's no, there's no clearer sign of, not, of, of, excuse me, of lacking self-reflection than blaming it on the alcohol. Right. And I would also say there's more than one thing he needs to apologize for. Number one, in my opinion, he needs to apologize for not being compliant and just wearing the damn mask yes. was something yeah. like that. So that's yeah, the that, first, that's the the, first that apology. That shouldn't have to be asked. You're in a stranger's right. car, right. which is exactly. a small enclosed space. Exactly. Right. Um, and so so that's my first issue. Is yeah. You put his health at danger. You don't know unless he has a negative COVID test from that day, which I doubt it. You know, you and never still, know. You know, yeah, you yeah, never know. I don't and know. so, exactly. You're using someone that. else's car. You know, it'd be different if you were driving your own self home, but you're using someone else's car, yeah, which is a good thing because you're intoxicated. So clearly you need to be in someone <laughs> least, else's yeah, car. At least you're not driving drunk. So Kudo's right. there. At least, yeah, at least you got that part right. But, you know, the other remnants of it, you know, wear the mask. So apologize for that. Yeah. Obviously, I would say apologize for this is what I would say. Apologize for getting that drunk. I see. I think there's a difference between apologizing mm. for saying I drank too much, period. Yeah. But if you say, I drank too much alcohol and that's why I did this, no. No, 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 no. That does not work. But I'm sorry for losing control. Right, right. I shouldn't have drank that much, so I apologize for that, or or that was my mistake, mm-hmm. right? And then after that, you can say, and I said some terrible things that I never should have said. Terrible, lazy, racial slurs. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if you say it that way, then, well, at least then he's acknowledging least, he's racist. Slur- slurs. I was just then, too drunk to think I, of them. I couldn't, I couldn't think <laughs> on my feet. I was clearly on my ass in, in the lift, and that's why I got so a- irritated and second. angry. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, that was and, and, not and, a the, and the Karen sidekick was definitely not a... Yeah, she was clearly on not, his side. Yeah. Obviously, she wasn't dropping hard SNs, right. <laughs> but she was clearly oh, on man. his team. Right. Yeah, it's it's too bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's too bad there are people out there that are, that are like that, you know? Yeah, it's, and it's so... In my mind, it's so simple. I, I, I try to have as little interaction as possible in a lift. Right. And so it's like, it's so easy for me. Do you wear headphones? If you're in the lift, sometimes, yeah, of course. Do you now? Are you bringing your AirPods? Well, you're probably not going I anywhere. I mean, I haven't been into a. Uh, yeah, lift I couldn't or Uber tell you the last time we had this conversation. Recently. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. It's been I remember. A long I told time. you. For me, it was. I mean, whenever I was in Philly, like, oh no, when I bought my car, and I had to go to the dealership is when I said it. That was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? No, it was when I moved here. It was last year. It was last year. Yeah. Okay. Last year. Yeah. Okay. I thought you've been here longer, but okay. I mean, it's been like a year and a half. Okay. So, yeah. 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 I think the last time I took a, a ride share was in Indonesia, in Bali, mm. probably. Uh, I don't even remember what those are called again. 
Uh, Go Jack, I think were is what they they're called. Were they wearing masks at that point in, in the no. show? No, but they also didn't have... That was December, right? Uh, no, no, that no, was January. January. Or, uh, that was fe- end of January and February. And China had already closed down at that point. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had just gotten out. If I would have waited four or five more days, I, w- I well, I don't know about trapped, but it would have been, been a much pricier mm. plane ticket and more complicated for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so it was it, yeah. We didn't have any masks on at the. But you know you know what? If I I had a couple masks with me, um, and but you had them just because of air quality, not because of. Well, I had them because of air quality, but I bought a couple once we were in China. I stocked up. I I made a couple trips how out to the grocery store. To, that you that I just had a feeling, man. I just. But how, how did you know masks specifically? Just because it's already a more mask culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you just, that's what we did when we were in Beijing is we got a bunch of masks. I, I overpaid for them, but I still have two of them that I brought with me from China. One of them I hadn't opened until May or June back in the States. So I was back stateside for about two or three months. Okay. Um, and there was a point in time in the States where it was difficult to get a mask. They're just like those um, like disposable blue ones or whatever? Uh, well, white ones. They're, okay, they're sure. 3M but ones. That, but that but yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I would say that apology though, to rate that apology three out of 10, I'm not, not very that. good. That's terrible. A lot of room, a lot of room for improvement yeah, no on that one. No self-reflection. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Let's um, spread a little love. Let's do it. First of all, have you watched? Uh, by the way, that's us giving some shout outs. Have you mm-hmm. watched uh, Dave Chappelle's new little uh, thing he put on Instagram? By the way, apparently he has an Instagram now. That was really? I did not know he had an Instagram. I didn't know until I heard about him uh, last week. He put out like a twenty minute uh, like a stand up thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. comedy though, really. Okay, it was funny, but it wasn't really comedy. You know how he does these, right? Um, and uh, he was talking, telling stories. First, he told us, you have, I mean, uh, you should watch it, first of all. Mm-hmm. But he was essentially talking about his, I won't go into his deepest detail because you haven't seen it. Okay. But the point of it was he was talking about his, uh, you know, as I mentioned to you, um, I've been watching Chappelle's show because um, it's, it's on, not on Netflix anymore, it's though. It's not on it? Netflix anymore. And they, they, this okay. has something to do with it. Okay. Well, not this specifically, but he's talking about what right. happened. So it, uh, Comedy Central. Struck or struck up a deal with Netflix and HBO to put um, Chappelle show Chappelle show on, uh, on both platforms. Yes, mm-hmm. but Chappelle does not get paid for it. Mm-hmm. He got uh, some sort of deal where he got paid like a nominal, um, like he didn't make a, according to him a lot of money off of that. Right, and so he got paid some nominal amount to make the episodes. Okay. But then Comedy Central owned it in perpetuity, the right. term he used. And they could use it however they want without having to pay him because it's just theirs. Right. right. And so uh, Dave Chappelle does all of his specials and stuff with Netflix now. Mm-hmm. And he was telling he was telling Netflix, he's like, um, I don't like that you agreed with Comedy Central to put this on here. It kind of feels like you're stabbing me in the back a little bit because mm-hmm. they don't even pay me for this. So right. you're essentially... You know, going behind my back to get free stuff from me, someone that you know you claim to Black Friday <laughs> ad on my laptop. So Check when, out our last uh, episode. CNN? <laughs> I guess, yeah. So when that you claim to uh, like be behind, uh, you know, business wise, because you you support all my projects, mm-hmm. I think that's messed up that you do that because they don't. I don't get paid for that, right? But you get paid for my right for my and they, work, and they pulled it right. Netflix, and so did. that's why they pulled it, right? 
And, still on HBO um, though, I'm pretty sure. It is, yeah, yep. but he doesn't work with HBO, so they don't have as much of an incentive to right. to pull it as Netflix does. Not gonna lie, I uh, watched a couple episodes on HBO. I mean, I watched a couple episodes on Netflix, but that's before I knew um, right that Chappelle was getting screwed over. By the time I figured out, it was already all off Netflix anyway. So I was right. like, well, they decided for me. Um, but uh, I, I thought that was cool of Netflix to do that. I want yeah. to say shout out it's to Netflix. It's too bad he just doesn't get a royalty from it. It's too bad that, you yeah. know. Yeah, and, and I've heard, uh, I mean, it's, it's but that's like standard, like. TV procedure probably. Yeah, like like yeah. this is like what yeah. Hollywood is, where it's like. Right. Uh, they, right. They, they, they get, especially him when he was young, and he, he started the show, I think, not really with much money anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what he was saying. He started the show, he was, his wife was pregnant. Uh, I don't know if they were married at the time, but you know he had a kid on the way and he didn't really have any money, and so he felt like not pressured even, but just like he didn't have a choice but to take a deal that was kind of a shitty deal, right? Um, but and 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 he made a point to say, technically and legally, um, Comedy Central is not doing in Viacom, which is the bigger company that owns mm-hmm. all these uh, media, all these companies like Comedy Central and Nickelodeon. Right. Um, they're not doing anything wrong legally, mm-hmm. but like sort of morally and and they are like just just, just questionable practices justify, justifying this bad deal that they put in place mm-hmm. years ago to still make money off of this guy like 20 years later right um who's become like by far one of the greatest right and it's clear of... what they're doing because he yeah he he is yeah he's huge now and they got right you know, they got essentially a, a a legendary show for cheap that they right. can make money off of and i forever. mean Chappelle's show is genius exactly i mean some of the stuff i was I, watching i the... jumped on it when i i was like i, I need to see this i, it's, I it's... didn't see it when i was a kid really i saw like bits when and did you first knew... start watching it I knew the Rick James skit and the right. Prince stuff. Like I'd heard right. of it and kind of seen it, but I had game blouses. I hadn't seen the show. Right. Um, Charlie Murphy. I started watching it pretty quickly to when it came out because I, I saw on on so I don't know like two months ago maybe. So have you seen all the episodes? No, but I, I okay. got through most of it. Okay. I, I, I probably. I probably had a couple episodes left of the second season. Okay, it's it's so definitely something else. Not even didn't even have him in it, did it? Like the third season not was kind of really. weird. Yeah, third season so was I, more I just saw, Charlie Murphy. And, yeah, and I saw the Rick James and I saw the Prince one mm-hmm. and all Those that are stuff. Funny. So I yeah. so I mean it's terrible Classic. for me to say that I got in in time. <laughs> when right. the whole thing is he got screwed over but i did right. see them in time but it is good that netflix did that with with dave to respect yeah. that i mean they because um, they probably recognize that they can make so much more money off of off of keeping current dave happy right than the money they make off of people wanting to watch his oh, old for show. Sure. especially since he he then in in the thing that he put out he essentially begged everyone to boycott the Chappelle show <laughs> and so um and so yeah they're yeah i mean it 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 uh it makes sense, but you should watch it because obviously he explained it way better than right. I did. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, well, a shout out to Dave Chappelle then. Um, Spread a little love. I got one shout out for today. Uh, shout out to my one of my favorite basketball players as a kid growing up for sure. In my opinion, still to this day, the goat, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan. He has donated two million dollars. Um, that apparently he made from the Last Dance to feed America's hungry. Uh, so I did you actually watch the last dance, Jared? No, but I, I was n- I was never a huge basketball. Never a person. huge MJ. I mean, guy. obviously, I'm okay. very aware of who Michael Jordan. Well, of was. course, <laughs> it's, it's hard not to be. But he, uh, the last I watched it a couple weeks ago. I don't know why I didn't watch it when it first came out. Mm. And a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I, I was flipping through. 
I've uh, heard a lot about it's uh, it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. It. You might like it. It's, I heard he's he's kind of an asshole. I I know that. Well, but that's not new. Well, you know, I don't think you ever get to that level without yeah. being a little that's bit what of a jerk. Says. They they you justify know? it because like, well, this right. is what a winner's mentality is. Right. And like he, I remember them saying that like everything he does is is like competition based. Right. Yep. Yeah, even golfing with his friends. And he, it's he all... makes a competition out of everything. Yep, betting yeah. and gambling on sports games. Well, yeah, you know, well, with I his do friends. know. I do know he has a, a gambling. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's a problem. He, he's right. so rich. I don't know. If I don't think a it's problem. a problem. Yeah, unless <laughs> he's he losing afford, all his money. He right, but right. He, he's addicted to it. I could say right. probably. Well, I feel, Is that I f- a problem? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. But anyway, so so he has given two million dollars to Feeding America, which is the nation's largest hunger relief outfit. Uh, and he uh, and they have thanked Michael Jordan for his two million dollar gift to the organization, which comes as the pandemic is pushing an, inordin- an inordinate. That's a tough word to say after in and an inordinate number of Americans into food security um, in these challenging times and. In a year of unimaginable difficulty due to COVID-19, it's more important than ever to pause and give thanks. The 14-time NBA All-Star said in a tweet sent by the organization, I am proud to be donating additional proceeds from The Last Dance to Feeding America and its member food banks in the Carolinas and Chicago. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's dope. Yeah. So, shout out to Michael Jordan. I think that's awesome. Did you hear? Mm-hmm. This is a off the dome shout out. Shout out. Spread a little love. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Off the dome shout out. Did you hear mm-hmm. Dolly Parton? Oh, yeah. Donated of course. To the, uh, to the COVID vaccine. She's the real MVP. Dolly Parton's done a lot. Yeah. She's donated, yeah, a bunch of money towards the COVID vaccine, which I think has also uh, encouraged other people to donate as well, which is always good. Because she said, it was funny. I watched an interview where she was talking about it. And she said, she said, oh, yeah, I only donated a little bit of money. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, was one, her, it, was, it was one or two million dollars. Um, That's like a hundred or two hundred bucks for us. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You know, what's interesting about Dolly Parton. I didn't know this. There aren't many pictures of her husband and her out with her husband mm. in the news media. Do you know why? Uh, I did not. I, no, I don't know why. She. Uh, I didn't know this, but I guess her, her hair is actually a wig. She actually has naturally brown hair, I guess. Mm. And she doesn't look anything like the way she dresses up for... What does that have to do with her husband? Well... Uh, well, they so they go out kind of in incognito oh, mode. People don't even notice. Yeah. Did you also know? I've heard that she's covered in tats too. Really? Yeah. I heard she's got a lot of. Like, I, I have no I, idea. I've heard she's got really sleeves. Really. But she but her she's always wearing long sleeve. That's right. what I've heard. Okay. That's just what I've heard. Um, Let's see. First, that's hilarious. Second thing there, I typed in there after. Does Dolly Parton have and tattoos was one of the. Dolly Parton There's wants to little... clarify rumors. Whether she's inked, I do have some tattoos. That's true, but they're tasteful. I'm not a tattoo girl. <laughs> okay. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I have one more shout out. Okay. We don't need to get into conspiracies. Right about, about Dolly, Dolly Parton's she's tattoos. Natural, she's a natural treasure. <laughs> right. She is great <laughs> for sure. Much love to Dolly Parton. Shout out. Mama hoo hoo. Wrong. Spread a little love. <laughs> I'm getting some real greasy fingers today, and I apologize. Ooh, that's greasy fingers. I like. Never that. heard that before. I, I mean, of course I have. Uh, okay. but it's been a while. It's a good uh, one. Scotland, shout out to Scotland. That's okay, what's, what's happening in Scotland? Uh, Scotland becomes the first nation to provide first, uh, oh, excuse me, provide free period products for all. Scotland has become the first country in the world to provide free 
in universal access to period products after a four-year campaign that has fundamentally shifted the public discourse around menstruation. The Period Products Free Provision Scotland Act, which passed unanimously through its final stage on Tuesday evening, will place a legal duty on local authorities to make period products available for all those who need them, building on the work of councils like North Ayrshire, which has been... uh, Is that how you say it? uh, That's how they say it. Which has been (laughs) providing free tampons and sanitary towels in its public building since 2018. The campaign bolstered... uh, by nationwide grassroots support, has spearhead, uh, was spearheaded by Scottish Labour health spokeswoman Monica Lennon, who told the Guardian that uh, this was a proud day for Scotland. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I, I think it's crazy the fact that they have like extra tax on some of that stuff. I think here in the states, yeah, which think, is what ridiculous. Do they call it? The, the uh, pink tax or something like that. The, There's yeah. some term for like. Right. Uh, there are a lot. There's a lot of female products that are charged i think it is the pink tax because i know also it's the same with like razors uh mm. are generally more expensive for women right uh than men and they're kind of the, you know same yeah, thing. ridiculous yeah so yeah and it, it's so interesting to see the directions that other people's like health systems are going mm-hmm. to help provide people with access to ba- sort of what, what should be basic health care yeah health care re- in relation to what's happening and i'm sorry but that's a human right i think everybody deserves to be clean yeah, and, and sure, have health care and all and all that stuff yeah especially yeah especially if you can easily provide it you know right definitely yeah. that's awesome shout out to scotland mm-hmm. to scotland <laughs> well, well well jared should we uh do what we do best here at the Untranslatable Podcast, which is deciphering untranslatables. And an untranslatable is a word, a phrase, an idiom, a proverb that doesn't translate one-to-one into English. And I am going to get us started today, Jared, with one in uh, Portuguese. And I, I I couldn't tell you actually if this one is Brazilian or uh, Portugal, uh, Portuguese, um, but here we go. Teremac. Uh, Macaquinhos na cabachuva, which means to have little monkeys inside your head. <laughs> I mean, is that some form of going crazy, I imagine? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Or is it? Okay. Yep. <laughs> and you would use it like, for example, if someone says something strange, like then you could be like, do you have little monkeys in your head? Oh, okay. Okay. I, my second guess would be like a hangover or something. Having monkeys in your that's, head. That's check. If you say, oh really? Uh, yeah, Mamo Pizzi is mom. I think that's how you say it. Uh, is I have a monkey. Oh, that, uh, that's a hangover. That's a hangover. Yeah. Okay. Oh, excuse me. My um, very classy. My uh, next untranslatable. My first untranslatable, rather, is Cantonese, and it's Unma. to ride an ox while looking for a horse. Oh, wow. To ride an ox while looking for a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think. visualize that in yes, my head. Yes, visualize it. I think that'll yeah, help. Yeah, I'm it trying is, to visualize it, is, it. It is not literal, well, oxes, but kind of literal. Oxes aren't as fast as horses, right? I don't think they are. Are they? Probably not. Okay. I can't imagine they would be. Um, so it's 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 like trying to do something, but you're always falling short. You can't quite catch up no, to no, it. No, no. Think about no. it. You're on the right track. Okay. Ox. So horses... Might be considered more valuable than oxen, you mm-hmm. know, okay. and and uh, but that's not to say oxen oh, are, are useless. Is it? 
Is it when you offer something that's not quite of va- of the same value as something else? No, no. So no. think about. So you would you would have this animal specifically as a. Why would you have an animal like this? Historically speaking, an ox. Or yeah, to plow the fields. It's like a work animal. That yes. And a horse is more of a race animal or a travel mm, animal, or maybe a better or a better animal. work animal. Uh, oh, so think it's an upgrade. It way. Yes. Okay. Well, but what? Give it to me. I'm not sure what it, it is. It is more literal than I think you might think. Okay. It's when a person is looking for a better job at their current job. Oh, I like so that. So it's like, okay. I mean, I'm doing work and it works, but I could do better work with a horse. Yeah. And I'm yeah, that makes that sense. That for makes the sense. better work. Okay. okay. I like that one. That is a good one. I think that kind of relates to our episode a little bit today. A little bit. Um, okay. I mean, but whatever you say. I got, I got, I got another one <laughs> I for don't you. See it. Uh, I got another one for you. This one is Spanish, and it is uh, Eres Bien Codo. Okay. Which means? Eres Bien Codo. Mm-hmm. Something about a, it's a beautiful ending or something? You or? are you are very elbow. Very, oh, I wasn't even close. You are very elbow. Uh, isn't a coda the thing that's at, in a song, a part of a song? Isn't that That's a, a coda. Coda, that's the mm-hmm. end of a song. Mm-hmm. That's why I was thinking mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's yep. Italian, I believe. I think so, yeah. Uh, so what, sorry, what's the literal again? You are very elbow. You're just clumsy. No, this one has to not do, a good dancer. This one maybe would have been elbows. no. This one maybe would have been a good one for our Black <laughs> Friday episode. Uh, last oh last thrifty. Time. Oh, like is he like fight people away from your money? Is it like you're maybe maybe uh, yeah? It's just when someone is frugal or you're okay. acting frugal. Interesting. Yep, All you're very elbows. elbows. Yeah, you're very elbows. Yeah. I, I I can't put that one together, but you can, you're not supposed to be able to put all of them together. They're, right. They're not exactly. all supposed to make sense. Exactly. My last one is Arabic, and it's Uday Ela Waldi Waur Ukri Min Yakul Amin. Which means? I curse my own child, but I Uh-oh. hate whoever says amen. What? Uh, what? Can you say that again? Yeah. My own child. But I hate whoever says amen. So first of all... Is it to be a hypocrite? No. So first of all, there, this is a kind of a popular thing in the U.S. too. In all, at least it used to be in cartoons, for sure. Uh, it's, uh, so, wh- so I curse my own child, but I hate whoever says amen. Now, this is a little difficult because you don't go to church. Right. But amen is... Lord not- have mercy. Amen is not only something... Oh, do you go to church, actually? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, Secretly, You go to church. the same church as that Washington guy? Yeah, so, of course. Um, amen is not only something you say at the end of a prayer. Mm-hmm. Amen is also something... It's like an exclamation. Or, yeah, or when like When you agree, a, Yes, right? there you go. Yeah. So, okay. now let me say this again. Okay. I curse my own child, but I hate whoever says amen. Oh, so... So when you get mad at someone for saying something bad about your kid, but yeah. you can say something bad you about go. your kid. There you go. Like don't like don't tell me how to raise my kid. Uh kind of. Or don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, it could be that. But it, or, or, or it's like say, oh Or my, you can't talk to my kid like or that. Or it's like, oh my kid's such a lazy shit. And it's right. like, yeah, your kid is lazy. I can't it's like what? Hey. It's like, whoa, whoa. 
Hey, Whoa. I can say that, but you can't say it. Like, in the right. U.S., I think that's a popular thing. Get out of here. Like, with, like, siblings. Like, right. hey, only I could talk to my brother that right. way. Right. You know, and he, yeah. like, beat up someone that insults yeah. your brother. My you brother is such a wuss. Yeah, he is. Hey, wh- Whoa. <laughs> Whoa there. Don't talk Don't about Don't be calling him a wuss or we'll make you a wuss. <laughs> you know? Exactly. 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 Oh, I like that one. <laughs> my last one for you today, Jared, is uh, uh, Italiano. Uh, some Italian for you. Okay. Trattare... A pesky infazia. Okay, well, I actually, I do know that pesky is fish. Yep. I've seen that on a mm-hmm. menu before. Mm-hmm. To treat you with a fish in your in your face. <laughs> to treat you with a fish in your face. Is that like to slap someone or just to like um, insult well, okay. someone? Oh, you're getting warmer. Just to like... If you insult someone, what's the kind of more general thing you would say? Like he, hmm, me. He like uh I think roasted? you were about to say, no owned or like uh well i mean kind of but is i don't if i say it i'll give it away completely oh like scolded mm, no no mm. like like for example we'll use you and i as an example okay, okay. so so you, you go home and you're talking to your partner and you're just like can't believe chad today he he treated me with a fish in my face um, I told him we should do this with the podcast, and he was just like, that is such a dumb idea, Jared. I can't believe oh. you'd even suggest that. Oh, it's just like undermining someone uh, or like no, disregarding, no. So, disrespect, not There we go, disrespecting. Opinion. Yeah, okay. just, yeah, or it means to, it means to disrespect somebody. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. To disrespect somebody. That is pretty disrespectful. Mm. Well, it's like yeah, the, treat somebody uh, with a fish in their the, face. Uh, where do, oh, the Amanda show, knock, knock, who's there? Uh, fish in your face, fish in your face. Who? Oh yeah, I'm gonna hit you with a fish in your face. Or he didn't answer. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with a fish in your face. Uh-huh. Fish in your face. You're a smack. Right. Yeah. That's like the Dave Chappelle. I think it was Dave Chappelle where it's like, where the five fingers say the oh, face. Yeah. Slap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. One of my favorite lines from that episode is when uh, they uh, when uh, Charlie Murphy kicked him. And Rick James oh, was yeah. like, you Darkness. make it seem like you did some sort of Bruce Lee cross kick. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know why. Oh, I that's that hilarious. That anyway, hilarious. why is it important to travel in your 20s, Chad? Yeah. So, well, well, I I hope we talk about travel and I'm hoping to talk a yeah, little bit about exploration. Exploration more specifically. Maybe yeah. I just me- thought about meaning, travel. Well, travel is a big part of it. But you mean get out of your bubble. I mean, more. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll explore. I think the 20s is the age mm. in general, Jared, to just try lots of different things. That's mm. kind of what I mean in a way by explore. And traveling is a huge part of that. Um, another big part of that, too, I think, is trying out and exploring different jobs. I think when you're younger, especially in your 20s, maybe even also like late teens, like 18, 19, I would say like 18 to 24 should really be a time when you are, you're young enough where, you know, in theory, you're probably done with high school. So you have some ground level of education. Mm-hmm. Uh, now's the time you need to start trying to develop some skills, figure out what you might want to do career wise, not just a job, but a career. You know, yeah. like like yeah. working working as a cashier somewhere, and this is not to disparage cashiers. They're very important, um, and I worked as a cashier for many years. Um, but, you know, that's not a full-time job for the rest of your life. And I'd say most people don't figure out what it is they want to do for the rest of their right. life in college. Right. And, and I didn't. Well, not even college, but just that age. Because I think there are a lot of people sure, out there yes, who, who, you know, are 18 or 19, and they might not be going to college, but they're working – you know, I, I have a, a friend of mine from high school who worked at a grocery store, and he was one of the managers, so he made pretty good money. But you know, unless um, unless you want to cap out at a certain salary or 
or whatever, you know, it might be smart to also be pursuing some education or, you know, if you've if you've already kind of hit the perspective glass ceiling for that level, maybe you should be looking at some ways to level up. And I think doing some exploration and a little bit of soul searching in your 20s is really important, especially your early 20s. Um, and I think travel is a big part of it, too. Mm-hmm. Going to different places, seeing how different people live their lives, um, even in different places. And so, so, you know, if you're an American listening to this right now, just go to a different city for a weekend. Yeah. You know, just just see some different things. Obviously, not everyone can study abroad or work abroad. But I think especially in your 20s, it's a great time to do that, especially if you're not married and you don't have kids. This might be the only time in your life where you get the opportunity to really do some of those things, you know? Sure. It's a prime spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and th- technically, once you're out of col- uh, high school, there's a good chance you are starting to make like your own real money. Right. And your responsibilities are also at the lowest they'll ever be from here. Uh, like you're only getting more and right. more responsibility. Exactly. Especially, especially as you... Uh, Start working more technical jobs. Speaking, you know, yeah, sure, yeah. As you get older. Speaking of, um, uh, you know, going to trying new cities, there are a whole plethora. I've been to, I'd say, just about most like Western European countries, mm-hmm. and so, I mean other countries or other countries than that. Um, but like a lot of those places, I've, I like. I feel like. Whenever I tell someone I've been there, mm-hmm. I have to give the disclaimer that I went as a kid. It's mm. like, yeah, I've been to Switzerland, but I was, I don't know, twelve, and I actually I went on a field trip one time. But nice. I, I, but it's like, right, let me think of another. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, but it's like, yeah, I, I went to Italy, but uh, no, I went there on a field trip. Too. Like, yeah, I went to right. uh, like some place, but you know, I was three, uh, they're, they're 12 and I went with my parents, you know, right. it's, it's like, different than traveling. I, they on I just your dragged own. along and went to right. like, I went to France a bunch of times, but I also went to just a bunch of wine vineyards in the middle of nowhere. Cause that's what my parents like to go to. Right. And it's like, th- th- that's not really like experiencing a place. I mean, it is, but right. Uh, I mean, it definitely is, but it's, it's like, it is, but it's I, different. I, you need to figure yeah. out what it is you want to experience, you know, on right. your own, I think also. Yeah, so well, I always have to be like, right. I always have to disclaim it. Mm. They're like, yes, but it was a kid and I went with my parents. So like, I, I can't, I can't really, I, I feel like I can't give a honest assessment of it from a uh, 11 to 15 year old, you know, m- state of mind. That's right. not, that's not, I just like, I can't give a proper Re- review of any any country that sure. I went to. Well, you were also at, at such a, a different place in your life, you know, because right. I think about that too. Like my first ever trip to Germany was when I was 14 and it was a life-changing experience for me going there, but also kind of the same. I was lucky that I did a lot of things that I wanted to do because they were kind of the same things a lot of my parents you, wanted to do. You went with but, your parents? Your parents yeah. went too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were there for, I think, two weeks. I got to miss like five or six days of school back then. I remember that was a big deal, That's you fun. know? Um, and yeah, we went all over Germany. We went and see. I, I was in. I was at the Zugspitze. I mean, that's more education mm-hmm. than like a solid three months at school. Yeah, yeah, to some extent. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was it was just a really cool experience. But but I can tell you that my times in Germany after that, because I've been to Germany now, I couldn't even tell you how many times now. I guess mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back, probably nine or ten somewhere around there. Um, Especially, I mean, if you count going over when I was in the Czech Republic, you know, which I do because I was in the country. So I think that (laughs) counts. Um, But the whole point is, I agree with you. It's very different when you go more kind of on your own terms as an adult. Yeah. You know, or someone in your in your early 20s, especially I think the most important thing for someone in their in their 20s who go abroad for the first time. It's a really liberating experience in that you are 
you're kind of on your own completely. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one thing that someone in their in their 20s needs to experience and learn how to... Uh, I, I like being alone, but there's a lot of people that don't. And I think it's important to have some level of comfort with being alone, also being able to travel alone, Knowing do things how you to want. Travel alone is yep. very useful. It's a skill, big one, sure. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care if you're, uh, uh, you know, doesn't matter what your gender is. I think everybody can travel alone. You just have to be smart and take precautions. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You m- maybe there's extra precautions if you're a, a woman or something, but uh, it's still very doable. It's not certainly not doable. Not not doable. Right. Well, double but, negative. Right. Do but you, I th- yeah. Go ahead. Do you um, believe in the quarter life crisis? Um. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I remember when I turned 25, just thinking, I was thinking, wow, I'm, I'm halfway to 50. Granted though, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be exactly 25. You know? yeah, yes, it does. That's a quarter, Jared. <laughs> also, you're just assuming you're going to live to a hundred. That's bold. Well, that's true. Well, well then in theory, wouldn't a quarter life crisis be somewhere around your teenage years? Uh, Depending on how old you get, sure, yeah, you know, I guess so. That's true. I yeah, mean, twenty, or, yeah, right. it'll be like fifteen to twenty or something like right. that. Right, something like that. <laughs> which, which then though, twenties are the time to explore because you're at your quarter life crisis, Jared. <laughs> you know, that's why. Yeah. Well, in a in a way though, you know, but jokes like the twenties, I think, is just the quarter life crisis decade. Mm. Well, you I know? think I think the twenties are kind of a weird decade. Because you go from not everybody, but the majority of people out there, you go from under your parents' roof, right? Yes. Um, usually from sixteen to eighteen. Hopefully, right now, as we say, from your parents' right, right. Well, well, I was going to get to that, but the other thing is too is in different cultures, this could also be though different. You know, I had friends in China that uh, you know they had friends from their hometown that were still living with their parents. Um, even though they were working full time, mm-hmm. you know, so different cultures also, but we're talking more U.S. culture here around 17, 18, 19. Um, you might move out because you're either studying at, at college or you just move out. You get your own job. Yeah, that's sort place. of like the, even if you don't go to college, that's sort of like the symbolic time to leave in the United right. States. Right. Well, and I, and I think another really important aspect of living in your 20s is is having your own place. And I will tell you, it feels a little weird. I love my parents to death, but it does feel weird not having my own place right now. But yeah. because I'm so unsure of what's happening with my job in the future, I just can't really justify right now buying a place at least. I could rent maybe, but right now I have everything I need right here, so I just sure. don't see that's what the how, point that's is. That's how people end up living with their parents at 40. Right. I mean, I have everything I need right here. Why would I need to move? This right. is perfect. Right. <laughs> uh, I also was thinking about you during uh, my drive here about Thanksgiving, about what your Thanksgiving would be like uh, not facilitated by your parents. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what would you do? Would what it just would be I do? All Boston Market sponsored? Probably. Or- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would, yeah. Or would you try to cook thanks- a Thanksgiving dinner? If I'm eaten by myself, probably not. Sure. Because there's just, I don't I see mean, the point. I mean, that's for one person. You sure. know, yeah. If, if I was having friends over, we were, you know. Would you host a Friendsgiving? Maybe. I don't know. Most most yeah, of my friends are in different states, though. <laughs> at this point, I think this in, is, in yeah, the, you're getting too literal with it. Right. I, I was just, I, I, I was would just enjoy it. Hypothetically, yeah. in my head thinking about right. what a uh, friends giving a uh, uh, Chad cooked Thanksgiving would look like. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Because I was thinking about us living alone, right. and I was like, I I can't like, I don't know. I mean, I know you can survive on your own. But, uh, you know, cook, you're not a very strong cook from what I've heard. Right. I don't know. I've, I've right. never had your cooking or not, but that's just what I've heard from you. Right. So quarter-life crisis. 
I, 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 so you don't really think it's real is what you were saying. I mean, not, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm I not think sure. it's real. Okay. I, I, I'm not real. What, what did you do for I, your quarter life crisis? I don't think it's, I don't think I bought a Ferrari. No, I don't think <laughs> it's, uh, I don't think it's that literal, but I think there is definitely a, um, sort of like a, an existentialism, like, like you sort of like a reevaluation of one's life once once you're living alone paying your own bills mm-hmm. or re- have your own responsibilities you start to I, I th- at least for me once i was at my first job and i, I it really that is when it really not even like that's when it really started to register to me that i didn't really know what i like what i was really interested in doing job wise mm-hmm. and the idea of and not knowing of whether or not sort of hating my job was just like like for a little bit i was a normal like, thing i think this is just what being an adult is you know right. like i don't think there is the option of like like oh, i'm not will smith i don't think there is the option of loving your job like as a normal person mm. like i think you're lucky maybe you could right and so i think that confusion and not knowing what it is i wanted to do uh with my with with my life and then in conjunction with like the fact that I, like I, I ha, like I was making a good salary too. It was just very confusing, you know. Where it's like, like a weird thing to like complain, but also be like, I don't know, but I have everything I need. Right. And I, I think that a lot of people are sort of forced into careers or just don't even know what career they want to to have. Mm-hmm. And that time once you're you know that eighteen to twenty you know to twenties area is where you start to be faced with having to decide what that is. And then also the thing about that time, I think also, is is you said the twenties is a weird time for people. I think some of that also has to do with like is is that is the time when people's sort of trajectory start going wildly different directions. People's successes and failures start happening at different paces. Mm-hmm. And now obviously we're in a social media age, so you kinda have can see it right you know where it's like damn that person drives a bmw m5 right he's like he's my age <laughs> so it, it, it can be a dangerous game to play or it's that like Ooh, that game. person is doesn't look like they're doing great it's, right yeah where it's like it can go I, both ways i i hate to sound rude but i feel really bad for a lot of my like people i went to high school with where you you, you can see that they're not doing well mm-hmm. it makes you sad you know you see yeah. people who are like really overweight and it's just like, like wow, like you know, how how did you get there? Or like, um, I, what 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 bothers me? And I don't see it. it doesn't bother me. But what kind of bumps me out a little bit? And I don't see it often. But is the people that have gone to college, I went to college with, mm-hmm. and still don't like have like a like a career? You know, right. they were like they're still kind of just they still kind of have like the the like the high school job or something like right. that. Right. Well, yeah, and. I think the the key too with your twenties is trying to figure out what could you be doing for the next twenty to thirty years that you actually enjoy, mm-hmm. and you can make a living from it. Yeah. You know, and and I have to say I've gotten very, very lucky. Although I did, I I forget who the quote is from, but I read an interesting quote it was from one of the Greek philosophers that was something along the lines of, "Luck is just preparedness mm-hmm. and being at the right place at the right time." Which kind of makes sense. Sure. You know, um, I mean, I'm sure we've all gotten lucky well, yeah. in some regards when you haven't been as prepared as maybe you should have yeah, been. Yeah, because the thing is, but, like, you, the, you like, well, it's one thing to get this lucky opportunity, but mm-hmm. then you have to be able to capitalize on it. Right. Well, the, the thing is, though, is I've, I've gotten very lucky and I've been very fortunate that, you know, teaching has been such a fulfilling, you know, job and career for me, mm-hmm. you know, but 
I did not think it I would be where I'm at when we were like even students at Albion, for example. But I think you're also in the in the minority that you even like what you went to college in. You like you you're like yeah, I want to do this, and you actually still right. You know that's the line that you're in. Right. Yeah, it's true. And for me, it makes it a little bit easier. So do you think that that, mm-hmm. has, that has sort of re- lost some of your faith in the idea of a quarter-life crisis? Because you never, I mean, I'm not going to say you just had this unwavering confidence throughout mm-hmm. your entire uh, lifetime, but like you always kind of knew what path you wanted to be on. You never had like to sort of really wrestle with your career path. Have um, you? Mm, no, I definitely have. I've definitely thought about it a lot and, and thought about is, is teaching really what I want to do? Because mm. um, l- let's, be, let's be honest, it's not the, one of the highest paying jobs out there, that's sure. for sure. So you're um, trying to balance like, oh, I, I know I, you, like, you know you like it, but you also, right. it's not the most lucrative. Right. Well, you have to look at finances, the quality of life you want to have, sure. um, you know, student loan debt. If, if you have yeah. that burden, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of things you have to consider. But the, the thing that's so great about teaching is I have learned so much over the years. You know, I don't mean to bring it back on myself and sound selfish, but I think that has also made me a better teacher in a lot of regards. You know, whereas... So, I, well, I don't mean to interrupt, but mm-hmm. I guess I do. So maybe not a quarter-life crisis, but do mm-hmm. you think you have some... Have you had some sort of, like, quarter-life enlightenment? Well, I, I think for me, the big enlightenment moment... I think I had two of them, actually. Mm. Uh, One was when we were finishing up with Albion, and uh, I knew I wasn't going the classical guitar route. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I really really had thought a lot about, you know, applying to some conservatories and Mm. getting a master's in music performance in classical guitar. Being like a Michael Schoenstrom of classical guitar. Right. And then you can teach at universities and, Mm -hmm. you know, and be a professional guitar teacher. I've I've still thought about going back, and, you know, the thought (laughs) hasn't left my mind. But, But the thing is, is that... Um, at the end of the day, I realized I just really wanted to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to be a guitar teacher as well. And um, that also, that seems even harder to ha- make a stable living off of than, right. you know, a school teacher. Right, right. Or, or university is, sure, is even, yeah. even better if you can. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think for me though, the, the big crisis was I'm not going to be doing music for a living, mm-hmm. but that has now turned into, I'm glad I'm not doing so, it for a living if... Now, teaching would be different, but if I was performing, I think when you're a performing musician, it can be a really, really hard mm. way to live because you. I think that your relationship with music changes a lot because uh, yeah. that's what's feeding you. That's what's paying your bills. Yeah. So it's a lot different. Um, like Jupstrom, I don't know why I keep bringing him up, mm-hmm. but he said he doesn't even listen to music. Right. In my mind. Right. He's well, like, yeah, because he's, he's always like, working with it. He's, he's always like, composing, not listening writing. to music is kind of an escape from like... Right. <laughs> if that's your full-time job, that kind of makes sense. And I was like, that kind of bummed me out a little bit when he was but like, ah, it, makes it makes sense. It's it true. It sense. I was yeah. like, ah, I guess so. Um, the, so that was my first one. My second one was when... This was maybe more of an identity crisis, I guess, than mm. a quarter-life crisis. But when... But I think that's part of it. Maybe. You know? Maybe. But it doesn't when, have to be professional. When I decided not to go through with a PhD program in German studies. That's still kind of professional anyway. Right. Okay. Right. But but see, once again, that was tied to my whole identity as, you know, being a professor, being doctor, sure. you know, you know, that that's big difference mm-hmm. than, you know, and it's and there's nothing wrong with having a master's. It's not you an easy thing because that, that's what you all know. you have now. Well, true. <laughs> but, you know, I don't even have that. I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting, you mm-hmm. know, and, and for me, I've been lucky that I can still work during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, um, there are a lot of people. Uh, and for for a while, I thought, to be honest, I thought I was going to be in pretty dire straits. 
I, I'm not even a kid with you, man. I started looking at like delivery driver jobs, like all sorts of random stuff that I could have done around here. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was like, well, shoot, if all I'm doing is this night teaching once in a while for a long term, that's not good. There was a solid couple months where every time we had like a people wide meeting at my mm-hmm. company, uh, at the end of it, me and one of my close coworkers would message back. It's like, whew, we avoided another one. It's like, we right. didn't get laid off this time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's scary stuff. Still employed. Okay. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but I think the, the importance of exploration in your early 20s is so you can get yes. to a point where we are starting to be at. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I have a pretty good idea of what I want to be doing the next 10, 15, maybe 20 years. You know, uh, for sure, working in education. Um, but I wouldn't have known that if I wouldn't have done the things I did. You know, if I wouldn't have applied for a Fulbright, if I wouldn't have done the Fulbright, um, that was a great year of exploration. You know, mm-hmm. spending a year uh, in the Czech Republic, you know, as much as I love my friends and family here in the States, you know, when you get away, you you get more of appreciation, you know, for your friends, for your family, for your life back home. Because, Life is just different. But then when you come back, you come yeah. back as a whole different person in a lot of ways. But coming back feels good, though. Yeah, it it's, it's a homecoming. I remember it's when nice. I came back from Germany, and uh, it, it did feel good. It was weird because I was like, I felt ready to come back. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like it in Germany, but I, but I, it, I, and I had no idea. They just one day told me, hey, we're going home in a couple months, so, you know, at the end of the school year. Right. And I'm like, okay. And it felt, it did feel nice. You feel like, you feel like you're coming back like a new man, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. stepping out the airplane. It's like, oh, I, I I can handle this this situation like a whole new person. And there's Still, a I didn't, there's a different feeling. Like <laughs> there's a different <laughs> feeling though too when you hit, like for us as Americans, when you hit U.S. soil. Yes. There's just like something yeah, about I'm home. I'm home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even after like li- living abroad for four years, right? And being a child, I was still just like, oh yeah, everything feels right, right. again. But see, that's <laughs> that's another thing that I think is important to learn a concept to learn in your twenties is that. The concept of home is it changes a lot as you get older and you have to learn how to come to terms with that because your life is changing a lot too in your 20s. I mean, it's funny that you say that because in my 20s, I have transitioned to calling Louisiana my home. Right. I'm... Well, and Philly was your home for a while. Sure. But I mean, when I say I'm going home now, it means right. I'm going to Louisiana. Right. But that and means more you're going to see your family and your parents. Yes. But that's the thing where it's like the idea of what home is has has transitioned out of just... I'm from fully from Michigan. Right. I, I get you know, very offended I, as a fellow <laughs> Michigander every time I you say that, here, I know. I'd say soda. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, Watch it. We might um, have to mute Jared's microphone, people, but like, saying soda. But like, even though this this it, you know, this know is very com- comforting for me to be here and it still feels like home, mm-hmm. it's like I really like my entire family for the most part is in Louisiana. So right. if that kind of feels like home to me. My parents own a home there and live there mm-hmm. full time. So like that's their home. They, that's where they grew up. You know, so they're back in their home. The, right. They kind of actually did go back home, um, and so it, it it just feels very you know even though I've never lived there because I've been there so much and now my whole family lives there. It just it feels very familiar. You know, right? And that it, makes it, sense. It, feel, it feels the most like home because that's you know now Michigan. I have fr- some friends, but it's not like. You know, I don't have like some sort of huge community or something. Right. Yeah, it's it's very different. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see some other. So yeah, I think job exploration is a very important well, type of exploration in your twenties. We talked about um, we talked about travel, mm-hmm. and we talked about actually jobs kind of fit in with this too. I think a huge part 
of this exploration in your 20s is doing it for the gram. I and I kind of dislike that. Um, I think that's a huge motivator. Yeah, for, for a lot yep. of things. Well, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. You know, when I was younger, I whenever I traveled, I would d- definitely post stuff sure, on of Instagram. Course. You know, of course. So so you're right. It's fun to flex. But I think I think the maybe I'm just getting older, Jared. Maybe that's what it is. But I think it needs to be a little bit deeper than just the Insta flex. I'm really having. You know? I'm definitely having less and less interest in strangers. Like that's why we're so bad at social media because mm. we don't care. Like we yeah. we have yeah. to care for this podcast, but we don't care about social media. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we don't. Yeah. And I think it 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 in a kind of shows. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I but it's just like I I, I don't. I, I want to care more for the podcast, but I also mm. don't want to care more because I don't, you know, because I don't care. And I'm definitely, I think as I'm leaving my 20s, I'm definitely having less interest in, in like, um, social media in general or yeah. essentially strangers stuff. And not even some sort of like these people, like, it's like I need to like be more private, like, you know, private, private of my personal mm-hmm. life just because it's like, who cares what these people think? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't like I, I, anyone that I'd actually show these pictures to i i probably talk to him on the phone you know and i right. can just text it to him like it's just like right. such a weird thing it's very weird I well i think some of it the novelty is worn off too a little bit you know when you think about I, when social I don't media think the novelty is worn off you don't all. think so social media is going strong well i'm not saying oh, for us maybe well right that's what but i mean i don't think i i i, I well no it's obviously going very strong <laughs> but i'm just i'm just i think maybe oh once, you mean personally yeah personally okay. yeah i i just yeah, I just don't find it fun to like. I don't know. I just don't and get a bunch of enjoyment like taking a bunch of random pictures and then well, you know what I mean. You're one of the lucky few, I think. I guess I enjoy a cool picture every now and again. Right. And I I understand like like oh this is cool. What else am I going to do with that? I guess I can just pop it up and other people can appreciate. Right. But um, I was very disappointed you didn't post up your Thanksgiving oh, spread. Which, I'll take a picture of you for uh, uh for Uh-oh. the <laughs> for the Instagram. Oh, for the gram. But, yeah. Oh, we got to. Uh, well, you, you need well, to now have to be, say something go, yeah. or something. Yeah. You look, know, can you look I, I at me? Know. I don't know, Jared. That's a, that's a lot there of work. It's a lot of work. It's so embarrassing. Right. Um, well, see, that's the thing. I, is, I feel I, like that's a, a lot big motivator. of. Right. Job wise, people loves to flex a job, flex, right. flex a, a new product. Right. People love to flex their uh, hot dog beach leg pictures, you know. Oh, you got to love hot the hot dog, dog legs. Be- yeah. beach legs. Yep. <laughs> Standing, you know, people uh, love uh, love this. That's stand- why, that is why I go into the gym, Jared, stand- is to get that <laughs> those nice hot dog beach legs on my pictures. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, what you got to do is you got to just print off a picture of a pretty, you know, uh, blue sea with maybe a little bit of sand. Just put that up by your hot dog <laughs> legs and take a picture. And you you're can do that pro. in the middle of the winter and, and you're good to go, you know. But I think I think they're, the exploration, I think in, I, the one uh, thing I would caution people if they're especially listening to this and they're in their like 18s or young 20s is that if you – Exploration is really important, but you also need to be smart about it. And sometimes I think there should be a purpose. Like you can't just willy nilly do whatever you want in your 20s. And then if you're in your 30s and then you have no career, you have no, you know, I I think by the end of your 20s, you should try to. Sure. How long could that even last? Right. Well, well, you'd be surprised. I never understood those people that like go backpack through Europe for like two right. months, at, you know, between high school and college mm-hmm. or like college and the first job. I don't get that at right. all. Well, 
I think I think that's different. I'm talking more about like if you're in your 20s and you you use the excuse like oh I'm just in my 20s so I'm just like if you mm. are just bouncing from crappy job to crappy job without really thinking about what do I want to do. Do you know someone that does do I, that? Um, I mean I've seen people that I went to high school with Damn. that are still kind of in these shitty minimum wage paying you know yeah, jobs so. you know. Wait, and you think they're waiting until 30? That's when they're an adult. Well, I think they just, no. I think they just haven't thought about it enough. They've mm. They just use it. Well, I'm in my 20s and I don't have a ton of experience, which is true. But just it's like not, not thinking ahead. Right. You got to think more ahead and, and try to lay out what you where do you want to actually get to? Because you don't want to be a McDonald's. And this is nothing to disparage any fast food people. But, you know, do you really want to work at a McDonald's for 20 years? You know, but maybe, hey, if you want to become the manager of that place and working there will get you towards that. I think that's actually a smart thing. Sure. You know, but sure. but so so that's why I think we need to. Be smart about our exploration, you know, go to different country, countries, travel, you know, try different jobs, do different things. But also, you know, like I think what a lot of people do in their 20s, too, is they party too much. Like, you know, and we definitely had our fun. But I think I think some people like when I just look at some people on Instagram when they're like in their late 20s, especially if they've already had kids and they're still like partying all the time. Mm, not I, a good look. I don't mean to sound judgy here, but I'm kind of <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know, I just partying is fun, I guess, but I think there's a lot more to life sometimes than just getting drunk on the weekends. I hear you. I think I sometimes I feel the opposite about myself. Sometimes I don't first, and I I don't like that you're just now lecturing to some made up shithead. I will say <laughs> sometimes I feel like I've been too frugal, like too overly concerned with um, making sure I have some sort of like financial comfort, mm-hmm. and and I and I to it to a fault, and I'm like. And 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 I, and I need to, maybe not need to, but it would it would behoove me to focus more on, on experiences and not saving, not just hoarding a bunch of money. Right. You know? Not that I'm just some sort of rich guy right. hoarding a bunch of money, but even though like just like not being afraid to use money for experiences is right. something that I'm not good at. Well, I mean, your net worth of twenty three point six million, you know, should should get you a couple decent experiences. I would say. You know, I guess so. I guess so. I just feel like once I hit twenty five, I'll feel really right. comfortable. Right. And then for I sure. can start spending a little bit definitely (laughs) for sure you're right though i think there does need to be a balance of one thing i actually do regret though when i was younger is i wish i would have put more money away um, yeah, I guess so. when I was younger. But you know I what? Know. I went to some really fun concerts. What difference does it make? I right. Mean, I guess. I don't think it really matters. I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't really regret it, but I think if if I were to give my younger self, younger 20 self advice would be put set up a savings account back then where you just put a little teeny bit in and by now sure. it would have been worth, I you think, know. I think I think that that's more of a benefit. Yeah, obviously you'd have some some money and it'd help be a good base or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that just helps more than anything. Probably build up the habit. Yeah, that's more, true. More than even the the benefit is more that you get into the right routine of doing that and, right. and sort of learning how to save money rather than the benefit being at eighteen you have I don't know you know eight grand or whatever ten right. grand which is nice obviously right but uh you know you can go through ten grand fast too yeah you yeah I mean <laughs> that's all, that's the worst thing about money the the biggest lesson to learn is it's much easier to spend it than it is to save it yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually the rate going out is not the same rate <laughs> as it's coming in, unless you know you've developed a bunch of multiple scre- uh, streams of income. And did you, you know, see, uh, Elon Musk is now the second richest person. I did in the see US, that. Yeah, uh, yep. passing Bill Gates. Yep, Bezos is one. Stuff. I imagine. Well, yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, pretty pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, he's not um, even American. 
Right. I mean, he, maybe he's South he's a African. Citizen, he but... probably is by now. Yeah. Um, I would imagine. I would assume the U.S. Probably, would, if they're calling no. them the second richest Americans, right. probably, probably right. is, would actually. make sense. And he's mm-hmm. been here for a long time too. So yeah, so I think, yeah. yeah, sure. And he definitely would be able to pass the citizenship test. I would say. You think so? I think so. I think he could probably do. You okay. think? He, well, what makes you so confident? I mean, he's hella smart. What do you mean? He'd be. I, I question some of this belief that he's so smart. Doesn't he have like a degree in like engineering? Okay, well, I'm pretty sure he does. I thought I thought he did, um, and he I is, would say you I have to be pretty that. to and, get the degree. Sure, sure. Right. But is he? How much engineering involvement does he have in any of his businesses? I wonder. You know, I, just I when people talk you. about how much right. of a genius is he is, I I really right. wonder. I was like, yeah, sure, he got a degree, and may, maybe he did some engineering when he was younger. Mm-hmm. But first of all, technology moves fast, and uh, right. I just wonder how. Uh, like he—he's to me, he's just like a business person now more than like a scientist. probably. I just probably hate when people be like we're talking about like oh my Tesla has full self driving uh, thanks Elon Musk and I was like yeah I don't think he sat at any computer program spending any time programming. This yeah, I, okay. I have no idea, no idea. Shout out to Elon Musk. Uh, let's see here. So oh. other other reasons why we need to explore in our twenties. Well, to combat combat mm-hmm. uh, ignorance—that's a big one. Yeah, and travel does a lot of that. I think. I, I also think working like. I think it's really yes. important. This maybe is actually more for your uh, working late really teens. does because you have to learn mm-hmm. how to. You, it puts you in your first. Cho- I mean, I guess you can obviously work before co- you know, like your twenties, mm-hmm. but having to work with people you hate or people that you, you don't dislike. get along with or that are terrible at their yep. job. Yep. I mean, I haven't worked with anyone I hate, but I've worked with people that, that are with people that are terrible at their job. I've been terrible at my job right. before. Sure. And uh, it's not fun. It's right. not fun, but it's 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 a it's a it's it's, it's I feel like. That twenties time is when you're really in a, especially once you're no longer in like a job where you can just quit, you know, mm-hmm. and get another. You're not on one of those like right. I can quit and get another one jobs. Um, having to learn to work with other people is uh, exhausting, and I don't think I'm there yet. Let's be honest with you, right? But I'm better at it, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it takes practice, but I think I think when you're very young, uh, well, very young, when you're in your twenties, it's really good to work different jobs, also to go to different places, travel. Um, because yeah, you're, you're not only will have to work with a lot of these people, get along with them, but you can also get to know them, hear their stories, learn from them. Um, I think, I think your 20 should really be a time when, um, you look at everyone that you meet and interact with and think, what can I learn from this person? Um, Jared's giving me a mad side so eye, but I, I think it's true. I think there's why just your twenties though. Shouldn't well, I you think be you doing should, that throughout your. Let entire- me let me rephrase. Maybe the twenties is the time when you start to build that habit. Mm. Um, because I do think also if you are interested in other people, it's easier to make friends and easier to well, get along with people. I'd say it's also fair that that you're at least you know that's the twenties post high school or college is the first time when you have to like make your own friends. You know, right? It, yeah, it, it's it's insane how easy it is to make friends in high school and college well, right because you're just there by proxy right you're in the same right. place yeah, it's, yeah. And, and it's it's but like you have to make a legitimate effort to make friends mm-hmm. after that and um so in that sense i, I guess I, I i hear you it's just when it came out of your mouth that sounded real corny. real corny but you well, can't be quick to just like you have to it's so weird making friends in your 20s too mm-hmm. I, it's, I i as i've said before probably when i was living in philly it's easier to like date someone than it is to make a friend and, right yeah and it's so yeah. weird that's that that like the line between like I, like i don't know coming off thirsty to a, a, a quote-unquote new friend or like how much you expose about yourself it's just such a weird situation right. yeah. I, I i think i blew that in my 30s or my 20s and mm-hmm. it's showing 
I mean, I don't have a huge circle of friends either, though. Um, but you're very social, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think the that's... The reason you don't have a huge mm-hmm. circle of friends is, I feel like more just because you tra- like your job takes you to so many different... Uh, well, my friends are spread all over locations. the place. Yeah. You don't have a chance to really establish like a, a base, you know? Right, right. Hopefully at some point. I'm hoping, I'm yeah. hoping depending in the next couple of years, I'm hoping to get more of a steady, stay-in-one-place kind of job that's not, for a while. That's not what it sounded like when we talked earlier today. You're telling me about well, we'll you're telling see. me about like four different countries. Well, yeah, we'll see though. We'll see. <laughs> okay. I mean, it all depends on what's what's going to happen after May. It, it, we'll just have to see. But I think I think the other important aspect of your twenties is, you know, like I said, to meet a lot of different people, mm-hmm. um, and that could be for social reasons. That could be for relationship or romantic reasons. Uh, you know, it could be for. Uh, you know, work reasons. I think the key in your 20s, though, is you should really try to be transparent with the people you meet because your 20s is a is an age where, you know, some people start to get married, some people start to have families. Oh, yeah, so you need to really be transparent what you want out That's of a relationship. Relationships become real. Right. High school relationships right. aren't real. Well, I I I'll never forget what I what I told one of my exes a couple of years ago on our first date. I asked her, "What are you looking for on our first date? What are your intentions?" Right. Because I was just like <laughs> I, I was I wasn't trying to waste any time. I you know I wanted to know, "Are you looking for something Would serious?" That? Would you do seventeen year old Chad do that? No, probably not. <laughs> so, I mean, seventeen year old Chad had no idea what he was doing. You know. Um, uh, yeah. Where, whereas with you know, even even then, I was 22, 23 when you know when I asked my you know one of my exes that question, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that if if you just want to have a casual relationship, I think that's fine, you know. But be upfront with people about it. If you want something more serious, be upfront about it. Um, yeah, it's really important to do that because uh, your twenties are such a tumultuous time in general because you know you might m- be moving to completely different places, having completely different jobs. You're just starting on your career and kind of your adult life. I've overcomplicated so many situations especially like relationship situations just mm-hmm. because I, I wasn't honest with what i wanted you know mm. <laughs> so what were you more you wanted mm. something more casual or did you want something more it's serious not even about that it's just like more trying to like tell a person what they want to hear or like make a person mm. feel good sure rather than that's that's hard to do especially when you're younger is trying to rather learn than how to be do honest that. with what i right. actually want you know right where it's like not just saying it but like well, all right let me figure out what it is how they feel and right. then from there i'll, I'll see right. where where my response goes you know instead of just being honest so have you gotten better as you've For gotten sure. older yeah, i think with, so yeah but i still oh well, yes i've gotten better at that but i still um you know i like I'm, i still shut down like i'm still a shut downer mm. But I'm definitely, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely, I think, better at that. Yeah, I, I guess I'm also, I don't know if... Uh, I've been challenged a lot per- recently, too. Right. Damn. Right. Little ninja. Little ninja. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my thing is, I guess I... Well, the one thing I learned, and this also goes back to, you know, it's important to meet lots of people. And I wouldn't say it's important to, I don't like the message. It's important to date lots of people. Mm. But I do think. That oversimplifies it. Right, right. But I do think it's important to meet a lot of people and keep your your mind open when it comes to dating and relationships and depending Mm. on what you want. And like I said, it all goes back to that transparency thing. Um, And if you don't know what you want, I also think it's okay to say that. But also be clear, I don't know what I want, but at this time in being, I want X, Y, or Z, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, the one thing I learned, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to put her on blast like that, but one thing I learned in my 20s, uh, what I don't want out of a relationship or myself as a person is to be one of those people that that uh, constantly argues and yells. Um, I think I, I sense that relationship. I have not once 
uh, really raised my voice that's to someone seems, I dated. That seems so opposite of what I know of your personality. I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen you raise your voice. I'm not. I'm not so, generally a super angry, loud person. So usually. I mean, obviously, no one should uh, want to raise their voice in a relationship. But I can right. imagine how that could be problematic for for you, since that's right. not even in your. At least from what I've seen, it's right. not really in your personality. But see, if I wouldn't have gone through that experience in my earlier twenties, I wouldn't have realized that, mm. and I also wouldn't realize what isn't. Sometimes you gotta learn what's bad to know what's good. Wow. You know, I mean, sorry, I know that's corny as no, well, Jared, no, no, but that's it's true. Not as bad as some of the other stuff. Um, you know, so these are coming right off the top of the dome here, Jared. These are not written. These are no notes. I see that. I you see know, that. It's from the heart, Jared. I, I understand. The them. That's that's why I'm you only know. rolling my eyes at some of them. Oh, good. Not, not all. Not, <laughs> not all of them. Yeah, but you know, and I think I think part of your twenties is there's a level of it's it's okay to um, try new things to some extent. I will say though, I I do have concerns about some people that go absolutely crazy especially in college um especially with like the number of partners they might have mm. i just i i have some concerns about that health wise you know i think some people aren't always the safest i think about some of that i don't really i i that doesn't really bother me i mean i guess it probably should but i'm I, i'm more think about like the 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 post-college party people that were like mm. party hits in college right and then and they like, just keep on partying i mean we de- i know you do because i've been around them but i but I, I we both have friends where it's like you, you go out for beers and it's like i don't want to i don't want to chug this right i don't really want to do four shots uh in a row right <laughs> i was like I and, I and i've definitely been in situations like that and I, I think just um yeah there's yeah i don't know it's not even like i'm some sort of like like a uh, what is it teetotaler? It's like a, a, like what, what is that? Someone that doesn't um you know that like doesn't drink I believe. Okay. Huh. Like I'm not um you know I'm uh, you know I'm not some some prude. Right. But uh yeah I, it's just I don't know I don't even know what the word is it for right. I just I, I don't know. Well I, I think sound like I think in your in your twenties it's good to go out and have some fun. But I I would honestly say man so, after twenty four or twenty five really. Like regular partying, and honestly, even to that long, what I, do you consider partying? Like going to the club? I mean, like going to a bar or a club or even a house a club? party. I can't go to a bar. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. You can't. <laughs> you go to a bar or a club or or a house party, and you drink yourself into oblivion until mm. the wee hours of the morn. The oh, wee hours okay. of the morning. I see. I think doing that consistently from. You know, from your 20s, especially like 21, 22, up to 25, 26, 27, and continuously doing that, um, I just don't think it's good for your health. I think it's not the most productive way to Have you spend ever seen like those, like those chugger, chuggers on like Instagram that like chug booze? Uh, those always bum me out. There's one I always get. It's just kind of sad. I think I always get recommended him mm-hmm. because I always click on the recommendations. Nice, <laughs> nice. I mean, that's how the algorithms um, kind of work. But he does all these. He does all this ridiculous shit where he'll like take six beers and like you know funnel it into one funnel right. or like chug like a fifth of like Jaeger. Right. And he looks like he's my age. Granted, right. he's probably like 23. He does his age terribly. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, the alcohol doesn't help that either. But um. But I, but I just like I don't there's whenever I watch these I'm like I just feel sorry for this guy and in my head I'm like this guy is definitely an alcoholic and I was like like you can't just like the volumes that this person is drinking this is not natural right. 
and I don't understand why his friends uh, are encouraging. <laughs> right. It's, it's. I would honestly be like, dude, you have a problem, and I, I can't hang out with this because it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna watch you die. Well, and it's not a good. It's just not a good relationship to have, and it's yeah. not a. And he's yeah he's damaging his health and and potentially his future too. I'm, there were a couple of people yeah. like that in high school where where I'm where I wasn't at smart enough, but I, but I was still like I think this person might have like a legit right problem. have a problem. Yeah, it has nothing to do with just partying at college. <laughs> uh, uh, another important aspect of your twenties and the importance of exploring and trying new things, uh, Jared, would be to uh, hopefully build better habits. Mm. And from the experiences you have and from the people you meet and the things you learn, you can I build better habits. Life. Oh, that, that's something I don't do. Maybe I should start doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you I'm don't sure my dentist would, would agree. I don't. Perfect I'm lucky. Well, not perfect. The okay. bottom the bottom is a little crooked, but I have an overbite, so mm. yeah, that's hides it. Sneaky. You have nice, beautiful gums, Sneaky. too. Well, I, I I do brush them, and I use mouthwash. So, okay. so they're, they're good hygiene. But the, the key with exploring in your 20s, I think, would be, if I were to kind of break it down, explore excitedly, explore moderately, and explore safely. Uh, and the last one, I'll give, I'll, I'll give, a, I'll give you a fourth one. <laughs> Explore purposefully as well. Maybe that one's not as fun sounding, but wow. um, that sounds you know. like a. Something I like a, a bi- like a church uh, meditation mm. to explore. You, you didn't realize I'm starting the untranslatable gospel. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start Sunday sermons. Explore purposefully in the footsteps of Jesus. <laughs> who, who said we were gonna choose Jesus as our central figure here? We could. I'm just going off of what I my experience. <laughs> That's fair. Most of my church experiences sounded just like that. Amen. <laughs> explore in righteousness. <laughs> and he will rise again. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Bow down to the Lord Savior. You sound kind of like Eddie Murphy Give in Shrek. Yourself. As as donkey. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I went to um, a lot of black churches, so I mean, it's probably yeah. It probably is a lot like. Do you love her? Right. Do you need her? <laughs> Do you want to hold her? Did you get the, get the? That's yeah. That's a pretty good impression. A lot of church. Are, That's pretty good. I love Shrek. I, oh man, great! <laughs> I great. can quote the shit out of Shrek. Right, great, great movie. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, all right, dude. That's all I have for the right. importance of uh, yeah, bu- building good habits. I think is important in your twenties, yeah. and exploring oh, right. can can expose you to a lot. What do you of mean good things. habits? You mean like hygiene habits? I mean just life habits, like like seeing how people like. I feel like I've gotten cleanly, cleaner. I'm a better. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not perfect, but I feel like I'm, I'm. As I get older, I'm a more on the ball cleaner. Okay, that, that's, that's that's definitely a good, good. That's a healthy habit. That is a good habit. I would say another good habit is um, is not being afraid to. Uh, do what you want and figure out <laughs> YOLO and figure out how how to do it in a reasonable manner. So what I mean mm. by this is if you want to take a trip for a couple of weeks somewhere, you know, in your early twenties, learning how to budget Dude. for a trip and doing all that is key. Uh-huh. I wrote down make travel a habit. Oh is a big one go. for me. Yeah. Uh but yeah, you have to build that sort of expectation. I, I think there is something to once like you have to start early and then you sort of have this expectation of like this is what I do. But right. if this is what you do, then you have obviously be prepared for it. And the the other thing that uh, a lot of people need to consider in their twenties is this is kind of the time when you have I would say in some ways the most adult time unless you do stay single the rest mm. of your life. Because usually most people don't stay single the rest of their lives, which means they get married, they have kids, is it true? Most they have a job. Most people don't stay single? You think more people get married than don't? I would uh, No, I would argue most people probably either get married and or get married and have children or have children. One of those three things. Mm, okay, m- sure. A lot of people. 
Okay. And so sure. once you have a kid or if you're married or a family, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying anything bad about that. I think that's great. I would love to have a family at some point. Um, okay. But the thing is, is that uh, when you're in your 20s and you don't have some of those things, it's that that is the golden time yes. to do some traveling, to try some things that maybe make you feel a little uncomfortable or you're not sure about. I would rather have tried something and realized, oh, I don't really like that, than always wondering, man, if, if you know, only when I was in my 20s, when I had that interesting job offer. Well, that's why I feel like uh, sometimes I'm a little overly frugal, as I said. Right. It's like, is it worth saving this money to, like, for, for some sort of level of quote unquote safety versus experiencing right. this thing? And I'd say I think I went a little too far to the safety zone. I'm telling you. At some point, I want us to do an untranslatable Southeast Asia and or un- just untranslatable either Bali, Thailand, uh, one of those countries. Okay. I would love to go That'd check out. Cool. And it'd be fun to go with you uh, and check those out. I'd be down. Um, you know, especially I only got one. In I, 20s, I don't even yeah. have an entire year left, bro. <laughs> so we'll see. I might not even be able to travel yeah, really might, to some of these places. They might not even be allowed into the country by the right, time before right, exactly. you le- and exit your 20s. <laughs> exactly. But I, I think that's the key with, with your 20s is taking advantage of some of that mm. time. I could have easily said no to the the offer I got to go work in the Czech Republic. Sure. Um, you know, part of me part of me thought about well, maybe I'll just stay here and try to find a job. And 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 also a big part of it was you know the serious relationship I was in at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can tell you though in hindsight, I do not regret it. Turns I thought it wasn't so serious. Um, but... Well, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. And but I think that th- your twenties is a time to learn about yourself, learn about what kind of relationship you want with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Where do you really want to go? And the twenties is a good time to to just test things out yeah you know uh, like that old uh ethiopian restaurant by my apartment in vienna as you probably remember you know taste and see see. but it's a test and see on the one side you know and (laughs) and that's kind of what you have to do is you have to test and see and find out did you ever actually go to that place yeah we went the second semester i got some stories from from that place that was a cool place though a couple (laughs) couple of those guys i think they were ghanaian they were awesome awesome dudes but that was like that was like their hang it was. Yeah. But see, once again, that's the cool thing about, you know, it doesn't really matter what your age is, but checking out and trying to find some of those spots where you can eventually have your own hang, mm-hmm. you know, once it's safe to go out and have your own hangs, mm-hmm. you know, and I For think sure. we'll get there eventually. Yeah, of course. But, but yeah, you know, your 20s are, are a great time to, you know, I mean, you should be learning always, but I think your 20s, it's really when you are, I think, at that age. That's the first mm-hmm. time where it's self-guided learning right for the most part right yeah Obviously, you know. exactly that's a very good point jared mm-hmm. very good point and you have to decide what it is you want to learn and then actually go after it kind of right. like not to brag of me learning the piano right and and Which also recently. right and also what skills you'll need for your job and your profession mm-hmm. you know um i have to say i think i've gotten pretty good at uh working people through problems even just basic technical problems now um, the amount of uh, faculty I've worked with that are above 50, mm-hmm. and I have to tell them no click here. Um, <laughs> you know, there's also a level of patience you you begin to learn too. Oh uh, yeah. Um, from from those types of things. But sure. I, but I kind of enjoy it. You know, uh, we may joke that it drives us crazy occasionally, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, I really do enjoy working with people. And so finding out through trial and error in your 20s is such a great opportunity. And also another thing I would recommend would be see if you can find some internships or or even just some volunteer work or just to try some new things. Like I volunteered at a refugee center in, in Lansing back in the day. Mm. I loved it. It was great. If they would have had some openings for positions, I might have taken one. Um, you know, and so so trying out new things, different jobs, or even just trying something unexpected. I think a lot of people, they feel 
especially people who have more set friend groups, they feel like they're this certain person and they can't go do that thing. Like maybe if you're if you're known as that video game dude, but then one weekend you're like, you know what, I want to rent a, a kayak or canoe or or go to a museum. <laughs> Some some of your friends or some people might hold you back and say, well, like, what are you doing? You know, they might even give you crap for trying something new. Mm-hmm. But don't let the naysayers and don't let the people who think they know who you are uh, determine who you want to be, if that makes sense. I've never felt so motivated in my life. There we go, Jared. All right, we're going to go hit the gym after this now that we've <laughs> we've talked about this. Or maybe we'll Jared will play me some tunes on the keyboard back there. I've been waiting for him to uh, give me a, a private, untranslatable concert. Um, with some good Mozart and Chopin, and maybe uh, a little Tchaikovsky, uh, who, who, or uh, Rachmaninoff. He had the huge hands, huge piano hands. I don't, I don't Anyways, I, I digress, and we're getting <laughs> way, way off topic here. But let us know how you've done some exploration in your 20s at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one, um, and give us some tips on how to explore, especially now during the uh, current times we're in. Uh, Got to be exploring safely, uh, that is for sure. Also, check us out on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, and lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Diakuyame. Muchas gracias, Shisha, and dos vidanya. Yeah. And stay exploring, Jart. I feel like you probably feel like you're on a little mini exploration when you make the, the little hike out here sometimes. Sometimes. Do you, ever, do you ever take a different route or do you always go the same way? <laughs>